Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness podcast. It is the day after Christmas and all through the house. Nobody was stirring because ain't nobody home but me. And we have a great, great little surprise which was dropped by the Gems Group for their weekly Millard Master Series. This is the Arms Concert, the LA Forum on December 6th, 1983. And this is special because if you recall, or if you've listened to a few of my podcasts topics, uh, the arms concert was a benefit tour put together to support Ronnie Lane, the former bass player for the faces who was battling multiple sclerosis and, uh, the, the lineup of magicians of magicians yes it was houdini there was uh doug henning and uh the other two no uh the (laughs) of musicians was kind of the 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 best of the british invasion it uh featured eric clapton jeff beck jimmy page all guitarists from the yardbirds um had the rhythm section of charlie watson bill wyman from the stones Kenny Jones from The Who and The Faces, Ray Cooper, uh, percussionist for Elton John, and a zillion other people. Uh, this is just going off the top of my head, so if I forget somebody, forgive me. Simon Phillips on drums for Jeff Beck's set, along with Fernando Saunders, great fretless player uh, who played with Blue Reed as well. Chris Stanton, who uh, I think played keyboards for whom? I don't know, keyboard player, and then Jimmy Page and Paul Rogers and all kinds of fellow. Oh, Joe Cocker. How's that? All kinds of folks coming together to raise money for multiple sclerosis research and uh, to help Ronnie Lane. Very sweet. It's also the return to the public eye of Jimmy Page after uh, the, the unfortunate breakup of Zeppelin and the death of John Bonham. It was his return to the spotlight. It's the first time uh, he he'd played live as himself. Um, he had jammed with Jeff Beck. He had jammed with Foreigner. He and Robert had jammed with Foreigner, actually. He had jammed with Robert. He had jammed with um, Jeff Beck, I think I already said. Eric Clapton. Here and there, a couple little onesie-twosie things. Nothing uh, Nothing announced, nothing rehearsed, Just just fun. This was his first return, not this show, but this tour, uh, to the stage. It also brought about the formation of The Firm, because Jimmy came back off the road in uh, December. Well, just a few more. There's only a couple more days after this one. I think the tour wound up on the 9th. Jimmy got home and was like, holy shit, I can do this again. Got his confidence back. He uh, allegedly kicked heroin on this tour, or in uh, preparation of this tour and started to get his shit together again. And everybody was glad to see it. Um, It also happened at a time when everybody's career from this generation was at a little bit of a flat spot. It was before the big eighties resurgence of Clapton when he came back with forever man before the 80s uh, resurgence of Jimmy coming back with The Firm, which was, I mean, uh, not a tremendous hit, but he was back in the public eye. And uh, Jeff Beck has always been Jeff Beck. Um, but Joe Cocker, too. Just just kind of a little bit of a a, 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 a... Not a low point, necessarily, but more a quiet spell in, in the collective careers of these gentlemen. And... Um, it was nice for them to do. It was nice. Everybody late. I mean, I guess there wasn't an issue of egos. There wasn't an issue of managers. It was just everybody's like, Ronnie needs help. Okay. Well, shit, let's do it. Well, what could be bigger than getting everybody in the fucking world together to play? So that's what they did. Um, I think Ian Stewart, um, the keyboard player who died in 86 for the Stones and uh, their road manager, got everything together. And um, it was also kind of an unofficial way that it was like, yay, we can get Jimmy out of the house and playing again and maybe get him um, to to sway from his destructive path. He was pretty deep into addiction and uh, very deep. 
and without the band and anything to do, he was just, uh, you know, self-destructing, not doing, not making good choices. So, um, people got him back in. He got together. He did, they did the arms concert in, uh, London on the 20th of September at the Royal Albert Hall with Steve Winwood singing with Jimmy. That one's the professional recorded one you've probably seen. And then shortly thereafter, they did uh, they did the next night as the Prince's Trust concert. Same lineup, same show, just a different uh, beneficiary. And um, then in November, at the end of November, they, you know, between September and November, they had put together a traveling show to do a handful of dates in the United States to help get some money for Ronnie. And they started off in Dallas, and um, Jimmy was shaky, but everybody else was pretty good. And this is the penultimate stop in Los Angeles. They went to L.A. Uh, I'm sorry, they went to New York after this show and finished up. And this is a great, great recording by Saint Michael Millard. It is a first gen. It is not from the master. So a little bit of a bummer there. And you can kind of tell a, a little bit when you listen closely to like the hi-hats and stuff. There's not the crispness. But the fact is the stereo separation is great. The 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 sound stage is magnificent. The resolution of the instruments is it's a it's a Mike Millard, beautiful Mike Millard recording. And I'm gonna play everybody's sets today. Uh, one song each. I'm not going to play the whole dingly dongly show, which you can download at heartofmarkness.com. You can own the complete show yourself. And, uh, you know, let me, let me entertain you. Let me make you smile. Here are the songs played. If you want it, there's a whole lot of them. Cause remember there's, there's, there's the Clapton set, there's the Joe Cocker set, there's the Jeff Beck set, there's the Jimmy Page set, there's the Everybody set, and then there's the little Ronnie Lane at the end. So, there's a lot of stuff. Let me close down Discord so it doesn't go badunk a million times and distract me. So we start off with Clapton opening the show. That firebrand of a wild frontman. Everybody ought to make a change into Lay Down Sally, into Wonderful Tonight, into Rita May, Rita May. Sad, sad day. Have you ever loved a woman? Rambling on my mind. Cocaine. Go back down. Don't talk to me. Watching the river flow. I think we're in the cocker set now. Worried life blues. You are so beautiful. Cocker. Seven days. Feeling all right. Into the Beck set. Star cycle. The pump. Definitely maybe. Blue wind. People get ready. Going down. That's a high energy one. Now we're into Jimmy's set. Prelude. Who's to blame? City Sirens. Boogie Mama, which is a song off of Paul Rogers' solo album. Paul Rogers is singing for him tonight, by the way. This is the genesis of the firm. These shows right here. Then uh, Boogie Mama into Midnight Moonlight, which came to light on this tour. It was kind of written on the road. Instrumental, Stairway to Heaven. Layla with everybody. Little Help of My Friends with everybody. April Fool, beautiful song from Ronnie Lane's uh, Rough Mix album that he did with Pete Townsend. And then they finish with Goodnight Irene, also sung by Ronnie Lane. 30 songs for free, heartofmarkness.com if you want it. If you don't, then don't. All right, friendos, let's get started with Eric Clapton. What are we going to play? I don't even remember. Jeez, i got to scroll all the way up here. Do I not have? Yeah, there it is. Uh, with Clapton, I'm just going to do, uh, I'm just going to play Cocaine because it has a nice groove and it's a fun song. All right. Eric Clapton, Cocaine, December 6th, 1983, 37 years ago. Where does the time go? All right, here we go. Enjoy it.
Great sound. Great sound. God bless St. Mike Millard for doing this. He had some run-ins. He had some run-ins. Um, apparently, he became kind of notorious among security and um, had to lay low now and again. And plus, by uh, this time, his Nakamichi was, what, eight years old and needed to be repaired a lot because... Fucker's got a lot of mileage on it, plus it gets moved around all the time. And, uh, you know, he went through some hard times, but I guess he, he, this was one of those hard times where he, he had let it, he had stopped recording for a little bit. And, um, apparently he picked up the mantle because this was just too much of a, an opportunity. Where else are you going to see Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page playing together? Nowhere. Never. And they had never have again. I mean, together anyways, all three of them. Fucking brilliant. All right, friends. Thank you, Mike Millard. Bless you, bless you. Blessings be upon you, friend. All right, let's bump up to the Joe Cocker set here. And we're going to play Seven Days, which is a uh, Bob Dylan wrote it. I associate it with Ronnie Wood. Maybe he did it. I don't know. Seven Days. Good song. Good song. Joe Cocker. Um, I think... Clapton may just be Joe Cocker's guitarist during this. Um, they also had Andy Fairweather Lowe um, playing guitar as well. Um, I can't recall. Maybe it's Clapton. You can. It sounds like Clapton in the background a little bit. But Clapton is good at just blending in and not being Eric Clapton and just being a guitarist when necessary. The way Phil Collins... Phil Collins did um, when he played drums for Robert Plant's Principal of Moments tour. He didn't make it a big Phil Collins thing. He was the drummer. So I think that's what Clapton's doing here. In any case, it is Joe Cocker singing Bob Dylan's Seven Days at the L.A. Forum on December 6th, 1983. Enjoy, friends. I command you.
Yeah, that was definitely Clapton on guitar with him. Although Andy Fairweather Low was there as well. And Andy Fairweather Low um, founded the group Amen Corner, which had, I think, four top ten hits in England and uh, before breaking up in 1970. I don't know if they cracked it over here. I'm not that familiar with them. But um, Andy Fairweather Low, he had some hits during the 70s as a solo artist, mainly in the U.K., but he kind of cemented his position as a backing musician for the greats like Clapton. He's toured and worked with Clapton a lot. He's toured and worked with the who. No, I don't think he's toured. He's worked with the who and Pete Townsend. He did uh, backing vocals on the who are you album. He played rhythm guitar on it's hard. And he did work with Pete Townsend's psycho derelict album. And he also did a bunch with Roger Waters. He's kind of Roger Waters' uh, default guitarist. I believe I saw Andy Fairweather Lowe playing in 1987 with Roger Waters on the Radio Chaos Tour. Um, But that's what you know about Andy Fairweather Lowe. So you can now fill in that card on your bingo card. Andy Fairweather Lowe. Let's bump along to... Jeff Beck. Now, this was it was hard to find which one I wanted to do because Going Down is such a great song. But um, I just love the control and phrasing that this guy has in his guitar for the song The Pump. It is mellow. It doesn't get wild. But his whammy bar control and his bending control, my God, he is... He's otherworldly. So here we go. I was going to say Led Zeppelin. Nope. Jeff Beck. The Pump. Also from the same concert. This is with uh, Simon Phillips on drums, Fernando Saunders on bass, and... um, Shit, maybe Jan Hammer? On keys? I can't remember. Anyway, Jeff Beck. It's amazing.
can that man play or what? There's, he's a virtuoso in a way that Jimmy and Eric are not. He's technically a fucking god. Jimmy goes a lot more off of inspiration. Beck is just... Beck is just perfection. Just perfection. And now, juxtaposing that perfection, we have Jimmy Page (laughs) returning to the stage. His first appearance in the States since... 1977, I mean, his Dallas show was in in November, but this tour was his first appearance in the public eye in America since 1977. He had not been seen nor heard from for three years. Three years? That's not right. Six years. Wow, where'd that come from? Yikes. Still a little wobbly from the old hospital stay, folks. Sorry. And, um... This is what brought him out out of hiding, out of seclusion. And um, Paul Rogers sitting in for him, uh, sitting in for Steve Winwood on this tour for Jimmy, actually became the genesis of the firm because they hit it off enough. And, and Paul Rogers was without a band as well. Bad Company was no more. Led Zeppelin was no more. And these two guys worked together and said, hey, let's get something together. And they did. And that band was called The Firm. And that's how I met your mother. All right, friendos. This is Jimmy's uh, Who's to Blame off the Death Wish 2 track. His second show, uh, not his second show, his second song of his set after Prelude. And it is pretty badass. Paul Rogers singing it. Simon Phillips and Fernando Saunders. Jeff Beck's band basically stays on stage and plays with Jimmy. And, uh... Let's hear it. Who's to blame? And thanks again to Mike Millard for capturing this. What's up?
Let's keep in mind that Jimmy is coming out of a very dark period in his life. His playing is not ridiculously tight, but this is one of the better nights of the tour. One of the best nights, in my opinion. And um, it's not that he was bad at all. It's just hearing him so starkly juxtaposed against Jeff Beck and his effortless perfection, which is not effortless. It's the result of constant, constant practice. Um just feel like it needs a little explanation so there we go so jimmy played that then he and paul played some songs worked on midnight moonlight which was still embryonic they were literally writing it on the road and um then after the instrumental stairway everybody came out and did lola lola jesus i'm sorry guys i'm sorry guys um i spent christmas eve in the hospital because i thought i was having a heart attack but i wasn't But I'm a little fucked up and uh, just a little out of it. So apologies. Not Lola. Layla. You got me on my knees, Layla. So this is everybody, everybody, all the drummers, all the musicians, Jeff, Jimmy, and Eric playing together. And it's Layla, one of the best songs ever written, one of the best love songs ever written. Passionate, intense, and great. And all of these guys are still in their 30s at this point. Babies babies except for bill wyman who was like 74 back then because he's a thousand now um okay let's get to it everybody layla on the 6th of december at the la forum
And there you have it. There you have it. I've got one more song to play for you, and it is Ronnie Lane, the person who is the reason for this tour, former bass player for The Faces, universally beloved by all, and uh, his, his career never really took off after he left The Faces. He never really caught air, although he put out some great content. He has a great plaintive voice. He's a great guy, and uh, everybody loved him. He lived on Pete Townsend's property for a while. They did an album together called Rough Mix, which is excellent and one of the best-sounding albums I've ever heard in my life. And um, he finished the show because he he had uh, multiple sclerosis, was very weak, didn't have much gumption, didn't have a whole lot of fine motor skills. So they would help him out to the mic, and he would sing Goodnight Irene. On this night, he also sang April Fool, which is off that uh, aforementioned Rough Mix album. One of the prettiest, saddest songs I've ever heard. Well, then why don't you play that for us, Mark? Because I like Goodnight Irene better, and I love Jimmy's solos in this. So here we have um, Ronnie sings it, then Jimmy does the first solo, goes to Jeff, and then to Eric. And all of them play wonderful solos. Now, if you see the video of this, you can go on YouTube and see the video of this performance. Um, I mean, the quality is decent. It's like old VHS quality, but it's professional. And um, Jimmy is basically hamming it up for Ronnie because they were friends. And Jimmy really loved Ronnie. He did a lot of work with him and, and, and helped him out after this tour. Um, a few times and they were they were friends they were mates so jimmy's hamming it up and then he just kind of ducks back and does a really cool little uh fade out with his volume knob as he literally fades back into the crowd of musicians on the stage it's cute it's fun beautiful song and remember the solos are jimmy jeff and eric and they're all exceptional and jeff of course finishes with just a fucking flourish All right, friends, enjoy it. I love this song, and I love Jimmy's solos on this song. Um, I'd like you all to join me on this next number. Uh, You must all know this one. I wonder how many people's dads sung this to them when they was tucking them up in bed. (laughs) On Saturday night, I got married. Yeah, me and my wife were settled down But now me and my wife we're parted I'm gonna take a long stroll around this town
My friends, there are the tidbits from the Arms concert at the LA Forum on December 6, 1983, artfully, lovingly, and masterfully captured by St. Michael Millard. And thank God for him. All right, friends, if you like what I do and you like how I do it, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube by looking for Heart of Markness and following me. There's a nice Facebook group for you to join full of nice, nice folks. There's about 100 people who are very sweet on Facebook. Twitter is Twitter. Um, I also have heartofmarkness.com where you can find the shows that I cover. And you'll be able to download the aforementioned 30-song concert from this show that I picked, uh, from which I picked these songs at heartofmarkness.com later today. And if you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're in a place to and of a mind to support it, I invite you to become a patron. Patreon.com slash Heart of Markness. And you get some good stuff there. There's some perks for different levels. Take a gander. One of them, at whatever level you are a patron, your name will be read, unless you tell me not to. Every episode, unless it's a train wreck. And this is that time. These are the titans upon whose shoulders rests. The Heart of Markness, a very, no, that's not right, a laurel and very hearty handshake. There we go. Jesus. To Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you very much, dear friends, and thank you to the honorary emeritus Patrons Jeremy, Evan, and Avi of the Raven Avatar. Gone but not forgotten. I hope you guys had a good Christmas. I hope you have a great New Year. I hope you're good to yourselves and each other. And thank you very much for supporting me and helping me do this every week. I am going to be splitting the podcasts up into just the Led Zeppelin podcast on Thursdays and a separate classic rock podcast which is what this would be, uh, on the weekends coming in 2021. Maybe not directly at the change of the year, but shortly thereafter. So heads up on that. But other than that, everything's cool. Thank you very much. Be good to yourselves and each other. And I thank you. <laughs>